What actually changes a man or woman to, to draw them to a place where they believe something at all, believe it more, or change their belief? Uh, what is it? What makes that happen in a person? Here we had King Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, who put um, these three staunch Jews into the fires, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, because he said to them, you will worship my God, the golden calves, or you will be put in the flames. And they stood up to the king, fine with us, put us in the flames, because we would never desert our God. And our God will come through for us. So the king became enraged. He not only threw them into the furnace and the flames, but then he said this, and here's a code word, heat that fire up seven times more, our lovely number seven. Make it so intense, nothing could last in there, seven times more. And he did. And they did. And these three staunch Jews walked around through the flames unburnt with a fourth person that they said was the Son of God. All right. I'm not sure what this whole scene was like, how literal the scene is and all, but certainly it's coded by that seven to be an absolute impossible experience. And yet, God revealed his glory there. And the beautiful thing, the best part of the story Nebuchadnezzar said, ah, that is the God and I will worship him. The experience changed Nebuchadnezzar. Now in contrast to that, we have Jesus doing works that nobody has ever done. I mean, we say, surely people have given sight back to the blind, but to a man born blind, it's never been done. When he preached, there were people that said, where'd you get all this? And how do you speak with such authority? And there were many people who believed just because he spoke. And there were people who believed in him because they experienced in him a presence of God that was so powerful, so real, it had changed their belief or deepened it, or they believed something different as a result of Jesus. But there was a contingent there was a group that no matter what he said, no matter how he said it, no matter what he did, they wouldn't believe. And here's the linchpin. Here's, here's the thing that Jesus is doing, inviting them into, that they're not seeing. He said, you are sons of God. You're not servants in the household. They come and go. But sons of God stay in the household forever. And Jesus is inviting them into true sonship, daughtership being children of God. What an experience. Now, the reason this is so critical, we can look back 2,000-some years and talk about them, them who didn't hear it, didn't believe it, didn't follow, didn't change. But it's more subtle for us, but it's just as true. Through baptism, you and I are called to be sons and daughters of God. I don't want to see any hands, but how many believe that? No hands. How many really believe, I am God's son. I am God's daughter. To just say those words, truly, I am God's son. Truly, I am God's daughter. 
immediately we're in a different place. We have to be. I mean, to say we're a daughter or son of God, if we believe that, everything changes. Even when we sin, it changes. It doesn't mean we get haughty and think, oh, I can do anything I want because I'm God's son or daughter. But I am God's son or daughter, and I know he forgives me. It's a sacred spot. It's a sacred place. And if we don't hear the sacredness of that, then we're just doing religion. And religion is okay, but there's something much more. These people were just doing religion. And they criticized Jesus at every turn. In fact, we're just about there. They put him on a cross and killed him. They spit on him. And they were religious people. And somehow they could justify that. Their religion was threatened by real faith. Threatened by that someone who was inviting them to be sons and daughters of God. So when I hear these scriptures, I shake and shudder. Not because I doubt that God will love me, but I doubt that I might love God enough. I never doubt that God will love me, but I doubt sometimes that I will love myself. There's the danger. There is no danger. I tell you, there, I believe with all my heart, I die for this. There is no danger that God will ever stop loving us. But I've experienced too many people, and I suppose everybody at some point in some ways, that really doubts that they could love enough. And in fact, sometimes they don't, especially themselves. So today I hear Jesus saying, you know, here's the truth. You are sons and daughters of God. You believe that? The truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. You are sons and daughters of God. Beginning there, believing that, is the greatest freedom that can be offered to us. It comes directly from the mouth of Jesus, and it behooves us to hear it and to put all our faith in it. Let us stand and lift our needs and prayers to God.